Chapter Twenty Two of Master of the Vineyard by Myrtle Reed. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Each to his own work. Hearts, dearest, it was two months ago today that you went away, and to me it has been an eternity. Every day and every hour I think of you, sometimes with such intense longing that it seems as though the air before me must take shape and yield you to my arms i have been working hard and no i will not say trying to forget since memory upon the dull background of my commonplace existence has set one great blazing star i would not if i could choose go back to one hour that did not hold you but rather would i pray for time to stand still for us at any one of his jewelled moments upon the dial when you and i were heart to heart mysteriously you have made everything right for me denied all things though we are after ten years of struggle with the vineyard with several conspicuous failures and now and then a half-hearted success i have at last rejoiced mother's heart and my own as well with the largest crop within my memory or hers the fruit too has been finer than ever before the school also which i have hated ever since i had it begins to appear before me in a new light it is not only those dull and stupid children who are to learn lessons in that one room schoolhouse it is i while they struggle with the alphabet and multiplication table and the spelling of words in four syllables their teacher has before him invaluable opportunities to acquire patience self-control and a sense of justice if not to inspire affection before i went my way in sullen discontent because i could not do the things i wanted to do i disdained the humble tasks assigned me forgetting that in the great scheme of things each one of us has his work some of us must scrub floors others carry bricks or mortar and others must grow grapes and teach school i had thought in my blindness that the great things were the easiest to do but now i see that drudgery is an inseparable part of everything worth while and the more worth while it is the more drudgery is involved in years gone by i have given time to the vineyard but nothing at all of myself i held myself aloof and apart while duty like a stern taskmaster urged me to do the things i hated merely to please mother who had done so much for me that she had the right to demand this this year i have put my heart into my work when failure seemed imminent i have labored with fresh courage i have remembered too that the tools with which i worked were human beings like myself and not so many mere machines my love for you has been the magic key that has unlocked the doors dividing me from my fellow-men no longer isolated no longer apart i am one of a brotherhood that claims fellowship with all humanity one blood flows uninterruptedly through us all one heart beats in us all and truly seen we are not separate individuals but only component parts of the greater self once i was absorbed in myself now i yearn unspeakably toward all with whom i come in contact i see a thousand ways in which i may be kind it is not for me to preach the gospel of love and understanding but to live it and in living it either to lead or to follow as may be right and best hitherto i have kept away from the workers in the vineyard as much as i possibly could some of them have come for five years in succession and i neither remembered their faces nor knew their names now 
not because i felt that it was my duty but because i really wanted to i have tried to come a little closer to see into their lives as best i might i have seen before me such dramas of suffering and love as have made me ashamed more than once of my own worthless life and my own vain repinings these humble toilers in my vineyard had come nearer the truth of things than i had and were happier night after night i have been glad of the shelter of the darkness and have moved back out of the circle of light made by the campfire that none of them might see my face one woman too weak and ill to work would lie down among the vines to rest while her husband filled her basket from his own they needed money for a crippled child who could be made right by an expensive operation one night i saw a lantern moving back and forth among the vines and when i went out to investigate the man was hard at work filling basket after basket because he knew that it was not right to draw two people's pay without doing two people's work he had done this every night and sometimes too the woman had spent her limited strength laboring beside him both were nearly heartbroken having figured up that at the rate the work was being done they would still be twenty dollars short of the desired sum so i gave them this and they are to return it when they can if it is not possible to return it earlier they are to come next year and work it out i have no fear that they will not come but even should they fail me i would rather lose the money and have my trust betrayed than to miss a chance of helping where i might one man had been saving for years that he might send to italy for his wife and children his earnings would give him a little more than the amount he needed and he was counting the days until he could put his plan into execution he could neither read nor write so one night by the campfire i wrote his letter for him in my best schoolmaster's hand for the first time finding my scanty knowledge of italian of some real use we have always given them a feast when the work was over and sent some trifling presents to the wives and children who had remained behind this was for our own sake however and not in any sense for theirs it has been hard to get people to come and we wanted to offer inducements this time i sat at the head of the table myself we had songs and stories and much good cheer afterward when i said good-night they all came to shake hands with me and say thank you it was the first time one man who lives in a crowded district in the city has a wife who has tuberculosis the remainder of the family consists of a daughter of fourteen and a boy of nine he is to come back and bring them with him they are to have the best of the workers houses on the pine hill above the vineyard on a cot in the clean cold air the mother will get well again if it is possible for her to get well i have work enough around the place for the man the boy can go to school and the lady mother will train the daughter in the ways of housewifery in the evenings i shall teach her to read and write we have swept our attic clean of things we have stored away we have given not only what we do not need but what we can do without this winter when the north wind howls down the chimney while i am sheltered and warm it will afford me satisfaction to know that my useless garments are at last doing good service somewhere mother too has caught the spirit of it i cannot tell you of the countless things she has sent away bedding clothes shoes furniture food everything i do not know why the workers shacks around the vineyard should remain idle practically all the time there must be others in damp cellars in that crowded city who have become diseased 
and who could well be healed by the pure cold air up among my ancestral pines i will see what can be done these people who come to my vineyard are as it were the connecting link between me and the outer world i had thought there was nothing for me to do here and behold there is so much to be done that i scarcely know where to begin and this work has been at my very door as it were for ten years and i have not seen it next year i think i shall have a night school for two hours each evening after work many of them are pathetically eager to learn and have no opportunity to do so the night the workers all went back to the city i had a strange dream which now seems significant i thought i was in a great factory somewhere that was given over to the weaving of cloth it was well equipped there were innumerable orders waiting to be filled and there were plenty of people to work but nothing was being done the floor was covered with rubbish the windows were thick with dust and cobwebs where there were artificial lights they were flickering disagreeably because they were choked with dirt the machinery creaked abominably and the air of the place was foul beyond description meanwhile orders accumulated but the people stood around and complained some of them were gathered in groups arguing others sat on dusty benches singly or by twos with discontented unhappy faces some were angry and others only hopeless staring straight ahead with eyes that did not see it seemed that no one was satisfied with his lot and each was eager to change with someone else who also wanted to change but not with him the women whose duty it was to scrub floors wanted to work at the looms but those at the looms aspired to the big airy room where the bolts of cloth were measured and rolled up the men who had been told to wash windows wanted to make patterns the man in charge of the ventilating apparatus wanted to work in the office and the man who was in charge of the office weary and jaded beyond all power of words to portray wanted a place at the loom and a pay envelope every saturday night instead of a commission upon his sales those who were supposed to weave blue cloth with white dots upon it wanted to make white cloth with blue dots upon it but it seemed there was no market for the white cloth with the blue dots and they could not be made to understand it the boy who attended the door of the factory wanted to keep books in the office the men who were supposed to work in the shipping room wanted to cut out the samples that were sent to different firms to order from the girls who wrote letters and filed the correspondence wanted to draw designs for new patterns oh a great many wanted to draw designs the man who did the designing was complaining of a headache and wanted to be doorkeeper that he might have plenty of fresh air the man who was supposed to oil the machinery wanted to wash the windows he said it was a cleaner job and the messengers were tired of going back and forth all day they wanted to sit quietly and write letters suddenly an imperious voice called out each to his own work they hesitated for a moment then obeyed and presently everything was changed from confusion and disorder it resolved itself into perfect harmony for each one was doing his own work and doing it well and as they worked the spirit of love came among them and the workers began to sing at their tasks each one did not only his own work but helped his neighbor with his they became eager to do all they could instead of as little as they might and still escape censure and the face of each one was shining with joy when i awoke i was saying aloud each to his own work for some time i did not know it was only a dream but gradually the meaning of it became clear 
edith did you ever stop to think that the millennium could be brought about in less than one hour if each did his own work well and in a spirit of love it is we ourselves who are out of harmony not things as they are and having once attained harmony everything will become right and so beloved my love for you has been as a great light in my soul i need no more than to give it without ceasing and to renew through human service not only my love for you but the love for all which leads to brotherhood i have come to see that joy comes through what we give not through what we take happiness through serving not through being served and peace through labour not rest i thought at first that i loved you but it seems to have grown a hundredfold no barriers may divide us from one another nor earth with all its seas sunder us apart for through love has come union not only with you but the whole world and so good-night heart of my heart life of my life and soul of my soul a m dear and ever dearer your letter lies against my heart where i feel it with every rising breath i too have longed for you a thousand times and in a thousand ways always as the tide of the night turns i wake and think of you when through the darkness comes no response i smile to myself knowing you are asleep then i sleep also but sometimes in an instant the darkness becomes alive and throbs with eager messages as love surges from my heart to yours and from yours to mine i too have come into the way of service of brotherhood it may seem a strange thing to write or even to say but you who have never failed to understand me will understand this i never cared so much for my husband as i do now i was never less conscious of myself never more eager to ask nothing and give all and through this change in me has come about a change in him instead of each of us selfishly demanding what we conceive to be our rights each strives unselfishly to please the other to see who can give the most you have taken nothing away that belongs to any one else dear the love i bear you is yours alone but through it i have some way more to give he is the richer because of you like you i have seen before me a multitude of openings all leading through ways of self-sacrifice to the sure finding of oneself the more love you give the more you have it is in a way like the old legend of the man who found he could take to heaven with him only those things which he had given away all around me i see the pitiful mistakes that masquerade as marriage women who have no virtue save one tied like millstones to some of earth's noblemen great-hearted and great-souled women mated with clods i see people insanely jealous of one another suspicious fault-finding malicious covertly sending barbed shafts to one another through the medium of general conversation as if love were ever to be held captive or be won by cords and chains as if the freest thing on earth would for a moment enter into bondage or minister unto selfishness when it is of itself unselfishness passion slaved and self-bound they never see beyond their own horizon nor guess that the great truths of life and love lie just beyond their reach looking back i can see one thing that you may have missed this love of ours has brought joy to you and to me 
and indirectly happiness to my husband it has not affected your mother one way or another but it has hurt rosemary taken away from her the one thing that made her sordid life worth while dear can't you see your way clear to make it right with her to give back at least as much as she had before i came into your life you will take nothing from me by doing so for my place with you is secure and beyond the reach of change as you know yours is with me but just because the full moon has risen upon midnight shall we refuse to look at the stars believe me all the lesser loves have their rightful place which should be more definitely assured because of the greater light i am pleading not only for her but for you tell her everything if you choose or if you feel that you must in order to be honest i am sure you can make her understand the door of the house of life is open for you and for me but it is closed against her and yet these thoughts of ours are as a weaver's shuttle plying endlessly through the web of night and space and time one thought may make a slender thread indeed but what of the countless thoughts that fly back and forth weaving and interweaving as they go shall they not make first a thread and then a cord then a web and then a fabric until at last there is no separation but that of the body which counts for naught dear heart you mean so much to me are so much from you and from your love for me i take fresh courage every day from your strength i make sure of my own strength from your tenderness i gather compassion and from your steadfastness i gain the hope that leads me onward the belief that enables me to face each day bravely and with a smile deep in my heart i hold fast to one great joy sometimes i close the door quickly upon it and bar up the passage lest any one should guess that there within a bare white chamber is erected the high altar of my soul where the lights shine far into the shadows in spite of rock-hewn portals closed and barred the knowledge of your love i have with me always to steady me to guide me to uplift me to make even a grave warm and sweet and to you with my own hands i have brought the divine fire that shall not fail so what more need we ask of god save that somewhere some time in his infinite compassion we may be together even though it may be in the house not made with hands remember that i long for you dream of you hope for you believe in you pray for you and above all else love you love you love you and in all the ways of heaven and for always i am thine e End of chapter twenty two